The Nonprofit Happy Hour. A weekly look at Portland's nonprofits and do-gooders with interviews, music, and documentaries. You're listening to the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM, brought to you by the Media Institute for Social Change, a public interest media lab that works to inspire, empower, and engage emerging media producers. Learn more online at mediamakingchange.org or in person at Citizen, our nonprofit coffee shop and program space, located at 3636A North Mississippi Ave. We're open most days, 9 to 1. And be sure to check out our website for upcoming movie screenings and dinners with local media makers. I'm Rachel Miller Howard. On today's show, we're joined by Sam Gady, who is the executive director of Northwest Documentary.
This is the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM. That was an uplifting song. Sam Gady is the executive director for Northwest Documentary. Why did you pick that song? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, uh, well, there's two things about it that I think really fit. And one is um, this, the history of it. It was recorded in the 1970s by a high school, well, no, not high school because it's a youth choir, but... Um, you know, he just put a microphone in a school gymnasium and recorded his his like a hundred and something kids singing this song, playing guitars, and um, it feels really genuine, right? And it's a, it's it's true to the spirit of documentary, um, and so I love that part about it. And then there's also just a kind of um, you know raw enthusiasm about it, and it's sort of outsider art. And we run a a festival, homegrown film festival here, three times a year. And I think it, it shares sort of similar quality. Like if you enjoy that song, you'll enjoy what you get to see at Homegrown Film Festival, which is kind of an honest expression of you know people just kind of doing their thing, um, and you can see the rough edges, and somehow that makes it more charming. I think so. Yeah, I, I don't know whether I would have on the surface had a connection to the Northwest documentary, but those are those are two very uh, great connections to it. Um, Sam, I want to just start out with just some sort of general talking about documentary films right now. And I, and I know you guys are doing much more like the Homegrown Film Festival, but Academy Awards are coming up. Uh, <laughs> any any documentaries you've seen in the last year that you feel like deserves a statue? Um, this year, is I'm, I'm the most behind on watching films that I've ever been. So I'm relatively new to my position at Northwest Documentary. And... Um, in the process of learning what it takes to run a, a nonprofit, I'm behind on watching films. So I, I don't think I've seen most of the nominees this year for Academy Awards. Fair, fair enough. Let, let, let me give you the more general question. Do, do things like the Academy Awards matter? I mean, I, I think they do. Uh, Northwest Documentary is really focused on storytelling, and the Academy Awards are a form of like public storytelling right it's it's the way that like the community of filmmakers around the world kind of come together to talk about what they value um so even as silly as it is and you know there's a lot of other places you can go to find recommendations it still matters kind of in the same way super bowl matters i don't watch football i don't really care about it but i inevitably end up watching the super bowl and you kind of get wrapped up in it um and, you know, all these conversations around uh, representation by minorities um, in the industry and things like that, those kind of bubble to the surface when you have these events. And so I think it's it's valuable because it provides a, a moment of focus where we can, you know, talk about these things. Um, and so, I, I mean... It's silly, but it is significant, right? I think. I think yeah, I mean, I, I think it's sometimes that that I mean, documentary film is not always uh, the mainstream. It's not getting Super Bowl number right. of audiences, <laughs> uh, but but it is. It's an opportunity to to bring it into there, I, you know. And and in, with that idea, like this does seem like a golden age for documentary film. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you know, in the probably ten years I've been working in in the film industry. Documentary films have, you know, grown in prominence. I think people, people really enjoy it. I think Netflix and those sorts of delivery services have made it easier for people to find them, and people love to watch them. And also, you know, the internet, Facebook in particular, but short documentaries are exploding. And it's there's never been a better time to produce short documentaries because everybody online dig like takes in content through these like five minute 
documentary shorts. And then the quality of those is really improving. I think, and you can see it over the last three years in particular. It's yeah. Let, well, let's 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 unfold that a little bit because it it is also the age where anyone with an iPhone feels <laughs> like they are a quote unquote documentary filmmaker. You know, is is that uh, debasing some of the skills that Northwest Documentary uh, teaches and promotes? Uh, does does you know is is there a danger there? Um, I mean, I see it more as an opportunity. I think the there's a fundamental skill set which is just storytelling, and that is old and it's it's difficult. And an iPhone's not going to make you a better storyteller. It's the same thing as being articulate, right? If you practice giving speeches you'll be good at giving speeches and we've had um you know people practicing oration and how to do persuasive speaking since uh you know roman republic was formed and and in the same way you can go film things with your iphone you might get lucky and capture some kind of compelling two-minute clip that goes viral but if you're you're not going to do that you know repeatedly unless you have some kind of craft behind it and you know how to construction information and you're asking interesting questions and you're putting yourself in the right situation and so um those tools getting cheaper kind of bring to the fore a lot of the stuff that i personally find most interesting about documentary filmmaking and that is the craft of of storytelling and how you sequence information and putting that together in a way that communicates effectively yeah and and and, i mean part of the marketing for northwest documentary is that everyone is a storyteller uh, can, talk about those. So, what are some of the basic elements of uh, storytelling that need to be taught, or that mm. you guys do teach? Yeah, <laughs> so it's a hard thing to teach, I think. And um, I don't know. In my experience, and this is my experience, is that doing it is the best way to learn it. Um, and that's what I, I loved about Northwest Documentary before I got as involved as I am now. Um, is that it was really project-based and it was about, you know, DIY documentary is the name of one of our core workshops. And that DIY part of that, you know, do it yourself, that's essential, I think, to how you really learn how to tell a story. Um, In high school, you know, from like my freshman year to my senior year in high school, I got progressively less enthusiastic about writing essays. And it was that you have this kind of cookie-cutter format that you're supposed to, you know, thesis statement, body, and then conclusion. And you could apply that to anything. And it didn't feel like a genuine expression of your individual thinking. It felt like trying to push you into a mold. And I got really frustrated with that. Um, And I think you need to be telling a story that you care about in order to really learn the craft of storytelling. Because there are... The hardest part about it is deciding what you're going to leave out, right? Because you have to build a narrative and you have to cut things out of it. And, you know, we have people that come in for, you know, to make a documentary film and they freak out about that because it feels inauthentic somehow. Like if you're leaving stuff out of your documentary, then how are you being how are you speaking the truth? Right. Like is the editing process immediately corrupting what you're doing? And it's I mean, that's just part of the process. I mean, that is what storytelling is, is you're compressing time by choosing to, you know, jump around between moments so that they sequence in a way that means something. So. And, and and that is also one of the challenges is that uh, you talked earlier about some representation. How do you tell somebody else's story? Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I mean that 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 brings in a whole bundle of of ethics and 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 um, fairness and yeah, that's I mean, 
and I don't I don't know the right. I mean, there's probably a million ways to approach that, and some of them are going to feel appropriate to the time that they're being done in, and some won't. And it's, um, I mean, that's documentary film puts you into the center of all of these really gray, tricky spaces, and um, that's. I mean, I love that. I love hanging out in those spaces and talking about that. But I don't. I mean, I don't know the answer to that question. I think it depends on the project and the filmmaker and their intention and. So. Yeah, I, I mean, certainly filmmaking is, is ever-evolving. Sam Gaty is the executive director for Northwest Documentary. You know, now, now since 15 years, 2003, uh, Northwest Documentary has trained 1,300 adults, 265 children, this is very yeah. exact, uh, <laughs> and resulting in 450 films. Who's who's showing up for these workshops? I mean, I know that there's you know you're saying adults and kids, but yeah. but who who are these people? Um, so I I started in my position in May, so I've I've seen a relatively small group of those people, um, and I worked at the summer camps we taught before, but you know I I have been involved in the organization for six years, and it's a pretty broad spectrum of people. We have, um, we had a high school sophomore take one of our workshops. We had someone who is in their 70s take these workshops um and it's i don't <laughs> we were just doing an exercise and trying to figure out what the connective tissue is and i i don't know exactly what it is i think you need to be you know curious um and you have to have that the impulse to you know to be a storyteller i mean i think some people really do want to do that and have have something that they want to say but we have people that show up with no skills who don't have a story that they want to tell necessarily they just want to you know practice or explore the world through this format and 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 there are a number of other organizations in portland uh that offer classes as well um how is northwest documentary different or how is it the same or is there just that much demand that that there should be all of these organizations yeah i'm i think each one has a slightly different perspective on this kind of core core set of concepts and the way northwest documentary is slightly different is it is that project focused you know like we we run a 10-week course and over the you know over those 10 weeks you'll produce a short documentary and you'll screen it at the clinton street theater at the homegrown film festival and you learn skills and you learn you know storytelling in the process and in the service to to creating something uh, and so it's not um, focused on, you know, you don't sit down and have, with a textbook or you don't sit down and work through uh, editing software from start to finish. You go out and shoot stuff, you bring your footage in, and then you learn how to edit just because you have to, you know, to get your project done. And so it's that's that's the difference that I see, or that's really where our, the emphasis of our organization is, is on kind of project-based learning. Um, uh, you know, and, and you've brought up the Homegrown Film Festival a couple times now. Wh when's the next one coming up? Uh, the next one's coming up at the end of May, so that'll be our upcoming workshops start end of March. Yeah, in, at the end of May they screen. Yeah, great. And and let's uh, Sam, why don't you pull out another song for us? Let's take a quick music break. Well, we could pull another one from that record if you want to hear some more kids singing, or we could go with a country western song. Let's go. We don't play country western enough. Sweet mother gets up so early in the morning. She turns on the stove and she makes a pot of coffee. My daddy filled his 
tractor up, diesel plant the coal, and that's how it was on the day that I was born. Well, the days they went by, and the bins filled up with grain. My mother's brother died on a motorcycle in the rain. The town it got too big for his britches, and the government it came. That was Margo Price. This is the Nonprofit Happy Hour. I'm Phil Bussey. I am sitting with Sam Gaty, who is the Executive Director for Northwest Documentary. I want to talk a little bit also, we're, before the music break, we were talking about uh, your organization and its perspective on documentary film uh, as, as in comparison to some other organizations. How do you describe the filmmaker community in Portland? Is there such a thing? Yeah, there is. Um, I've, I, it's... Uh... I think it's kind of a it's like there's camps of filmmakers in Portland. That's my experience, and it's um, so you have there's like the Boathouse Micro Cinema, and they show films here, um, and they there's a group of people that kind of collect around that, and they have a set of interests and aesthetics. And Open Signal produces similar sort of stuff, and the Northwest Film Center, and then you know below that you have I think there's a a bit of a split between people who work in commercial filmmaking or not commercial filmmaking, but commercials. So produce stuff for Nike and Adidas and White and Kennedy. Um, and then there is a sort of independent filmmakers that exist here too. And they, I mean, there's lots of overlap, but I do find that there are kind of these, you end up in one camp or the other. And there's a little bit of, a little bit of those sort of 
groups that goes on. Yeah, and you, you've done both journalistic and commercial. Yeah. And it, it, is it important to keep those two separate? I think it's harder and harder. There's, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about how short-form documentaries are really kind of growing and I think growing in abundance online and there's a lot more of them being produced. And those, you know, commercials are becoming a lot more like documentary where what they want are these sort of short, authentic seeming viral videos that they can put online that people, people read them like they're, you know, a document of something that's really happening, depending on, you know, they can be as artificial as they want, but that's how they want it to come across. Um, and documentary filmmaking, I think, is, is moving closer to that, where you have a lot of branded content that's being produced. And so filmmakers will find interesting, valuable stories and then partner with a you know, large or company or something like that to get funding to produce it. And it's about you know, aligning messaging and things like that. And so the line is blurring. And I don't you know if it's good or bad, I don't know. There's a lot more stuff being made. And so um, you know, that's, that presents its own set of challenges. But... Yeah, I mean, and, and partly that is, as you were saying, it's uh, audience taste driven. Uh, mm -hmm. Part of it is, is funding. It's hard to fund a documentary <laughs> film. Uh, you know, even a short film can, can, can run up some costs. How, you know, you're the executive director, uh, Northwest Documentary. How is Northwest Doc funded? Yeah, so um, like I said, I'm new to nonprofit, so I'm, I'm learning this as I go. But uh, Northwest Documentary has a. We have funding from the NEA, from RAC, from several other regional arts organizations. Um, we have, you know, a membership base that, you know, use our space and take our workshops. And um, we also do produce content for nonprofits and other organizations. Um, and in the past, we've done feature-length documentaries. Um, and right now, we're, we've put that on hold. That's a really risky thing to do. You know, if it works, it's great. But you put all your eggs in one basket because a project like that is so big, and so we're kind of figuring out how we're going to handle that. Yeah, and so so why why did you want this job? Uh, so I have I was talking about how I was sort of had this frustration in high school with you know parts of education, and I came out of high school. I've just continued to sort of it's an unsolved problem in my brain. It's on the back of my brain. I'm always thinking about education, how it could be better, and so you know throughout my life. That was something that was there and and then I went into filmmaking and you know worked in commercial production and worked on my own documentary and so this job intersects those those two things overlap it's an opportunity to experiment with curriculum development and for me to kind of put into practice these things I've been thinking about for a long time and then also it's just I used filmmaking as a way of like finding friends and organizing things to do with friends and in when i was in college we had a community access tv show that we ran and we ran a film festival and that was kind of how i surrounded myself with people and how i organized what we did i think filmmaking is really fun if it's a like a low stakes version of it a 48-hour film festival something like that it gets you out you're running around you're being creative you're you know doing things you wouldn't otherwise do and i i love that and so this, this is an opportunity to kind of like you know, build community around this thing that I've, that's just something that's natural to me. And you, you've been at the job for almost nine months, which is, which would have been long enough to grow a baby. <laughs> uh, what's, what's been, what, if you could travel back in time uh, before you started, what, what advice would you give yourself about the job? Oh man. <laughs> um, 
I guess it just understand that it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, I think I came out running fast and and I probably <laughs> probably hit a wall. You know, like you know they talk about the rookie wall in the NBA or whatever it is. Like I probably hit that point where I was kind of it's like going too fast, and so you just need to give yourself time and make sure that you're treating it. There's so much you can do. Um, you know, and I think all nonprofits work with you know short staffed, and so you're. There's always a lot you can do, but you need to make sure that you have time for yourself and that you're pacing yourself and understand that if it's going to be a durable institution, you need to kind of treat it like that. Sam Gaty is the executive director for Northwest Documentary. People want to take classes or get involved or plug in with you guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, the best way, I think, is just to drop in. We're, you know, we're open 10 to 6 every day. If you walk into the office and just talk to us, we'll tell you what we offer and kind of figure out how we can help you. And that's, if you don't have any skills, drop by and we'll you know, figure out how you might fit in. And if you have filmmaking background and you want to be an instructor or a volunteer or be a mentor, we have those opportunities as well. And um, dropping in is where? Oh yeah, dropping in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're located at the corner of Tillamook and Williams. It's six Northeast Tillamook Street, uh, right by the Moda Center. And then of course you can go online, to nwdocumentary.org and we have information about our workshops and you can register online and you can call us and you can send us emails info at nwdocumentary.org well thank you for all the the good work you're doing and uh belated welcome to the to the new somewhat new job and let's take one more song from this album that you brought in the langley school music project um how about rhiannon Special thanks to Laughing Planet for supplying food for our last dinner with a local filmmaker, and to Winderly of Vineyard and Winery and Stormbreaker Brewing for the delicious libations. If your organization or business is interested in underwriting our show, please email phil at mediamakingchange.org. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a production of the Media Institute for Social Change and KXRY Radio, X-Ray FM. Our host is Phil Bussey. Our producer and editor is Rachel Miller-Howard. Archives of past shows can be found on our SoundCloud page. 
Questions, comments, or ideas about the show can be sent to info at mediamakingchange.org. Thanks for tuning in.